Good evening, you fantastic and glorious degenerates of this floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noel Olin, aka the Cajun Libertarian. Don't forget to print guns and not money. That will ring true tonight in this absolutely packed episode. So stick with me and let's have some fun, get informed, and find out what we can do. If anything, to course correct the current trajectory of the landslide destruction of our country. And by definition, you know, mathematical result, the global economy coming up right now on the Cajun Libertarian off the wire next. Yes, indeed. Let's get into it. Before we do that, remember, please like, share, subscribe this episode. Do all of those things so that we can push this message that we call liberty out. If you want to help carry the extraordinary message of liberty, then please like, share, and subscribe on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Also, please do the same and leave me a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and basically anywhere you can find your podcast. If you want to elevate your business by being a sponsor on the show or your podcast, we have a, 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 a right now we have a, a podcaster that uh, sponsors the show. Um, hit me up. I have two available slots, one of which is currently being looked at and maybe taken. So your opportunities are slim, to say the least. That being said, I'd love your support, and I'd love to support you. So let me know. All right. Um, here are the topics. Let's go, th- go through this quickly. Um, child consent is basically done. We'll talk about that. Uh, something that, that I've been hammering on. While everyone else is focused on the culture war, I'm the one talking about what's actually going on with the U.S. dollar. Now, there's a lot of people that are focusing on what is and happening with the U.S. dollar and how that affects you personally. Uh, I am trying to cover these things in, in great expense at the expense of my own viewership, because a lot of people want to talk about the culture war and what how that affects you personally. And I get it. It's super important. I'm here for it. But at the same time, we cannot be distracted by these uh, flags of distraction. That, 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 what is what else can I call it? I, I'm trying to sound the alarm on what's actually coming down the road here with what more brilliant minds than mine are, are expressing and communicating on a much more intellectual level. But I'm still trying to do my best to make sure that not only do we tackle the culture war, but we're also tackling the actual topics that could affect your very real life, which one of being the absolute imminent collapse of the U.S. dollar. This has to be addressed and in great form at as much as we can hammer it. I get It's funny because there's a lot of people that talk about all the time, you know, why cover the culture war? 
Well, because the people that are actually talking about why we shouldn't cover the culture war are the people on the wrong side of it that are losing. So, yes, I am here for the culture war, and I will continue to cover it. But also, we need not be distracted by the shiny object, which is the culture war. We also need to make sure that we're focused on the fact that 1,000%, there are massive issues happening within our global economy, not just globally, but, uh, excuse me, um, here home, at home as well, right? And so the collapse of the dollar is one major issue. And as I've told repeatedly, and I will not stop talking about this whatsoever, the CBDC, the Central Banking Digital Currency, that is an absolute detriment to our freedom and liberty as we 1,000% know it. Because if they can track all of your economic transactions within the, the within the economy, not just the global currency, not just the global interaction of economic uh, transactions, but right here at home, then you have no freedom. If you can't buy or sell or trade all of the actual intrinsic value, uh, intrinsic items that are have real value, then how can you be free? That's impossible. So I'm going to keep talking about that. The collapse of the dollar is imminent on a global stage. It's happening in, in record time. Faster than Thanos snapped his fingers to destroy 50% uh, of the universe. Yes, that's what's happening right now with the U.S. dollar. And that is absolutely 100% going to collapse your life as you know it if we don't put a stop to it and do that immediately. All right, last story up. Uh, police are out of control. I, you know, look, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I am so effing sick and tired of talking about how disgustingly corrupt our police and all of the uh, LEOs are, law enforcement officers. Just from top to bottom, our law we have the largest police state that the world has ever seen and currently has ever. Maybe China beats us. I don't know. But it's it's completely out of control. So with that being said, let's talk about it. First, let's hear a word from our sponsor. We have a couple of them. Again, if you want to get in on the sponsorship, we have two available slots left, one of which is being currently investigated. So. You do not have a lot of time. Let's listen in to the lunatic libertarian. Welcome all. This is Justin Lomnes, the lunatic libertarian podcast, the place to engage lunatic ideas about freedom, building skill sets, encouraging individual tangible knowledge, self-sufficiency, and Engaging all of humanity, regardless of political affiliation, sex, race, color, creed, pronoun, preference, social economic background, or any label, title, or category you choose to affiliate yourself with. We appreciate all the knowledge for the better of all mankind, and we thank you for listening to the Lunatic Libertarian. Thank you, Justin, for sponsoring the show. So for those listening later, you can see that at the Lunatic Libertarian on Anchor Spotify YouTube. Please follow, subscribe, and do all of the things that I ask you to do for my show so that we can continue to push this very important message, not only just of liberty, right? 
Uh, like we're talking about on an entirely brand new scale of situations that we're going through as a country and a global community. Now, look, I am with you. I am somebody who wholly rejects and, and completely denies the existence or the, uh, let me say it like this. Uh, I wholly reject the, you know, advocacy of a global governance system but where are we that's where we are so if this is something that we're going to have to deal through and work through then obviously we need to address it on a very uh, minute and, and, and micro level first and foremost it must be a micro level addressing uh, uh, addressing first and also on a macro level but first and foremost we must deal with it locally. This is happening, whether we want it to or not. The globalist agenda is pushing forward, whether you reject it or support it or embrace it or otherwise. It's happening. And so it is of our responsibility, first and foremost, to address it quickly on a, on a local level while we advocate for federalism within here in our country to address it nationally. It's it's happening whether we want it to or not. So it is extremely important that we tackle it. And, and the best way to, to tackle it, so long as we still have a voice in this space called the Internet of what is left of free speech, we have to do that. And we have to do it immediately. All right? So... And the best way to do that is to promote independent voices such as mine and Justin himself. All right, let's dig into our first story. Steven Tyler, if you don't know Steven Tyler, he's the lead singer of Aerosmith, a legendary band, Hall of Fame band, right? Um, You're going to love this. Well, you shouldn't love it, but here we are. Let me uh, tackle a couple of comments real quick. Chris with an emoji. Patricia, American economy collapsing. Um, I'd say the American uh, American economy has been collapsing for quite some time, but we are witnessing in real time, Patricia, and I think she knows this 100%, the inevitable full-on collapse of the United States economy. This has to happen. If it doesn't happen, then of course we're not going to have a global, a globalist system which is on the rise, which is what is in order, 100%. No question about it. There is no opportunity for a globalist society to exist, a global economy, a global military, a global one-world order to exist so long as there is an American populist armed to the teeth. Print guns, not money. So it has to happen. Chris, just came from Lockluster's latest video, so I'm especially... FTP right now. Now, I don't know what that means, but I love it. Sounds good. <laughs> if you explain in the comments, please, really quick. All right. So, carrying on, let's get to the something that I've look, I've desperately tried to avoid the culture war. Uh, I tackle it when it's necessary. This is necessary because I think we, th these are the, oh, I knew that part. <laughs> I'm not going to display that on the screen because yikes. Yes. Um, we'll do this one though. It's a police accountability channel. Lock Lester, Lackluster's latest video. Lackluster. 
Check it out. Police accountability. Mitchell Herbert says, next thing you know, they'll claim cannibalism was consensual. Man, you ain't lying. <laughs> that broke that up in two parts on the uh, on the comment screen here. So it took me a second. All right. So Stephen, Stephen Tyler denies, Stephen Tyler, lead singer of Aerosmith, denies sexual assault claims and says it was consensual. Now, as you will learn very quickly, this is with a minor. What did you think was going to happen? When you started telling people that they could, kids, children, and their parents, that they could consent to anything specifically related to sterilization via pharma, pharmaceutical medication and sex change surgeries, which is still a freaking blatant euphemism, right? Like you can't change sexes. You can't. That's impossible. So call it what it is. It's child mutilation. It's sterilization. And that's where we're headed. Let's go. This is from page6.com, April 5th. Stephen Tyler has denied allegations that he sexually assaulted a 16-year-old in 1973 and forced her to get an abortion. Now, that being said, look, I'm not against the fact that this is probably an obvious situation of the statute of limitations um, agreement law. You know, I'm also not against the fact that this person might be seeking money, right? From Steven Tyler, lead singer Aerosmith. I'm not against any of that. None of it. My issue is with the context of which it is applied. Meaning, this dude is legitimately arguing just because this was a minor, it was consensual. Where did you think it was going to go? The Aerosmith frontman recently filed a lengthy response to the claims, which were made in a December 2022 lawsuit, arguing that the plaintiff consented to their sexual relationship and that he, at one point, Tyler, even claimed plaintiff Julia Misley, formerly known as Julia Holcomb, quote, has not suffered any injury or damage as a result of any action by defendant. In addition, he noted that if it did, if it is determined that the plaintiff has been damaged, then any such damages were not caused by the defendant, being him himself, Tyler. The response comes three months after Miley accused the rocker of sexual assault and sexual battery and also alleged that he forced her to get an abortion during their relationship in the 1970s. So we've just got all over the place disgusting nastiness in every single dick. Uh, direction. Chris says, 16 in 1973, she might have already been married. Might. Might be in the operative word right there because she was not. Um, I wasn't planning on going through this entire article. It is very short um, from what I cut it down, but we'll, uh, we'll, we'll dig into it for a second just to prove that point. The response comes three months after Miss Lee accused the rocker of sexual assault and sexual battery and also alleged that he forced her to get an abortion during their relationship in the 70s. 
In the court documents, Misley alleged that Tyler, quote, coerced and persuaded, end quote, her into believing they had a, quote, unquote, romantic love affair, which started when she was 16 and he was 25. So you see where we're going. Although I already spilled the beans on it. But here's the proof. Although she did not name him directly in the suit, Misley spoke, uh, or Misley, Misley, I don't know, whatever, spoke publicly about her relationship with Tyler over the years. The musician also admitted his, in his memoir, quote, did the noise in my head bother you? Whoa, full stop. What? Did the noise in my head bother you? Um, so you got some pretty obviously admitted mental illness going on there to having a relationship with a then unnamed 16 year old girl. In fact, he revealed the book. He revealed in the book that he quote, all quote unquote, almost took a teen bride <laughs> because quote unquote, her parents fell in love with me. This is from Steven Tyler. This is from him. The lead singer of Aerosmith. Her parents fell in love with me and signed a paper over for me to have a custody to have custody so I wouldn't get arrested if I took her out of the state. Oh my god. In her suit, which was filed just days before the statute of limitations on reporting childhood sex sexual abuse crimes have expired. Okay, so apparently there's a very lengthy statute of, of limitations on child sex abuse. Amen. That's great. Just so long as we can prove it, right? I want all these people, um, FED through a wood chip buyer, if possible, if proven, while also being a strong advocate against the death penalty. Look, I'm of the opinion that if you catch this kind of disgusting, nasty behavior in the action, whether it be law enforcement, uh, law enforcement, personal people, or otherwise, yeah, you, you, you do the thing, right? You perform what needs to be done. But I will not rely on the state or trust the state whatsoever in any capacity at all to admonish or deliver that under any effectual means whatsoever. I, I, I just cannot. I can't. I can't. I don't trust these people whatsoever. Catch them in the act. Hey. You get it. Otherwise, you lost your moment. But absolutely 100%, you should, you should spend the rest of your life in prison without question, no possibility of parole, and 100% of it should be hard labor. Because if we're going to have the system that we have right now, then yes, you should go to prison for life for an act like this where you abused a minor issually. I don't know what the rules are on, on YouTube, so I have to be careful about everything I say. It's so maddening. Because what I want to say is what you're picking up. I am very certain that every one of you are into intellectually capable of gleaning all of the information that I am dropping off. However, once that window has passed, 
Life in prison. No possibility of parole. Hard labor. 100% done. All right. So, <laughs> I mean, dude admits it. In fact, he revealed in the book. And that's another thing, too. Let me let me say that, too. Um, there, I get a lot of comments about what if said person actually admits to the crime. Now, in this scenario, I'll make an exception to a degree, still not advocate, it's still advocating against the death penalty, actually. I was going to say not advocating for it. No, I'm still advocating against it. But even in this situation where it's not like a public comment, yo, <laughs> I mean, it's just obvious. He's admitting it, that he literally sexually assaulted a minor and is defending his case because it was quote unquote consensual. Well, that defeats the entire purpose of consent, doesn't it? Right? Because minors can't consent. So carry that to its logical conclusion. If they can't consent to this or buying beer, buying tobacco, uh, joining the United States military, then guess what they can't consent to? Anything else. Miza claimed that his behavior caused her to leave him and move back to Portland to start a new life as a devout Catholic. Miza's attorney, Jeff Anderson, slammed the Rockers filing, saying he is using, quote, unquote, a sham legal guardianship to avoid prosecution for sex crimes, end quote. And basically what he's saying is, uh, like, the parents gave me permission to do this, so... Let's let's talk about this. If parents can consent to child sterilization and sexual mutilation via surgery, then why can't the parents consent on pedophilia? Make it make sense. It doesn't make sense because these people are evil. That's why. It could never be made sense, not in one aspect of any spectrum of logical thinking in any freaking arena of basic common sense. Does it make sense at all whatsoever? Not even an inkling of it. And this is why it's so freaking dangerous. When you hear these people talk about how children should be able to make their own decisions in regards to their gender and sex and ideology, because it, it's okay that the parents are doing it. The parents, well, it should be up to the child. It's so it, it's packaged in such language that doesn't make any logical sense whatsoever and is absolutely evil. Well, as long as the parents and the child, they always start off with the child, right? And well, as long as the, that's what the child wants, the parents consent and they talk to their doctors. It's wrapped up in this disgusting language. No, they can't consent. Absolutely not whatsoever. And no parent should be allowed to make that decision for them. We can have a nuanced discussion about all the other. Stop lumping that crap in. Because there are many, many, many topics that parents can consent to and basically dictate over their children because they are the ones in charge of lording over their children and keeping their safety in best mind. 
This isn't one of them. Outside of the word, no. You can't have sex with my 16-year-old child. No, doctor. You can't remove the healthy breasts and penises of my children because they saw on Instagram that it was popular. Now piss off. It's an absolute social contagion. I dropped my staples. My God, man. You know, done with that. Didn't even read the whole. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of this blatant evil child abuse. This isn't even the banality of evil. This is straight up evil. You're butchering and mutilating children for life. And then claiming that they somehow have consent just because the parents consented and a doctor who's making the trans industry is now a billion dollar industry. Billion. With a B. You don't think they're not incentivized to do these sorts of operations and to push this sort of propaganda and to convince parents that their children who are probably legitimate, some of them legitimately going through an absolute case of gender dysmorphia, which over 90% of them will wind up coming through at the end. And they just wind up being gay or normal. Or, you know, not to say that gay, gay is abnormal, but in the actual statistical fact, in, in the analytical data, yeah, gay is abnormal. These people freaking hate science. They hate data. They hate facts. It's just normalize whatever we feel comfortable with at the moment. It's okay to be abnormal. How about that for a change? It's okay to not be normal. Anyway. Incredible. Incredible. Child abuse and pedophilia. This is a slippery slope, right? It's the slippery slope. That is a quote-unquote logical fallacy. Make that make sense. Except it's not because it keeps coming true all the time. Man, just accept the fact that some stuff isn't normal. It's not. And by normal, it is not of the average. In a mathematical sense, it is out of the spectrum of what is average. So it's not normal. That doesn't make it wrong. Now, I can disagree with you more true, morally, spiritually, and so forth and so on. That's okay. It, or at least it used to be okay. Now it's not for some ridiculous reason. Now you're just called a bigot. Like Literally, I have stood beside people all across plenty of my social media following and said, I will stand behind you. 100% I will advocate and fight for your rights to make sure that you have equal justice in implementation under the law. 1,000%. Just because you live a certain way doesn't mean that you should be treated differently by the government. And I'm called a bigot 
for literally standing up for the same people that I morally and spiritually disagree with, still standing up for them. Because they're being drugged down into the bottom of the barrel by an absolute extremist department of this tiny little faction that call themselves either LGBTQAI plus or whatever. Still get called a bigot. This is how, oops, my bad. This is how they keep pushing the Overton window so far to the left that it pushes everyone else right. That it doesn't matter that you're sitting, you're, you're literally sitting here saying, I will fight for you to make sure that you are able to live your best life, regardless of how I feel about that specific lifestyle, morally and spiritually. I'm still willing to go against the all, some of the people and many of them that are in my own camp morally and spiritually and saying, no, you need to back off because I want those people to be able to live their lives because I don't want government coming back and saying that my life is that, quote, should we ban trans people from owning guns because it's a mental illness? No, get bent. Because the next thing they'll do is they'll ban you from having guns because you're, I don't know, Christian. How long before they say that Christianity or a Muslim or any other, any religion whatsoever is, in, is a mental illness? No, that's putting aside the fact that just basic human rights like, if you're trans or gay or bi or Christian or Muslim or Jew, you deserve the right to defend your life. Put that aside. Let's look at the repercussions of what would happen if you just if you start to weaponize mental illness with the government. Remarkable. Doesn't matter because these people are in a cult. The progressive cult is the absolute absolute societal cancer that will destroy this country from within and by extension the entire planet. Amazing. Amazing. And now I'm I'm I'm, I'm somehow socially conservative. <laughs> Because, because I stand up for your rights as someone who is of the progressive left agenda. I want you to be able to protect your rights. I want you to be able to do what you want so long as you're not hurting anyone or taking their stuff or damaging their property. Somehow I'm of the conservative, socially conservative. Man, get out of here. You're a joke. You have no ability to think on your own. You have zero ability to critically think. You are absolutely 100% against any historical knowledge whatsoever. Well, I'm sitting here standing up for your rights, but I'm socially conservative because I disagree with you morally and spiritually because I care about your damn health. I don't think it's healthy for that. I don't think it's spiritually healthy. I don't think it's physically healthy. Because you look at the statistics and look at them literally by the data and show that even post-transition, 
The suicidal ideation is through the roof. It escalates post-transition. Doesn't matter. I'm a bigot. <laughs> for standing up for women's rights. I'm a bigot for standing up for LGBT rights. These people are in a cult. Because if you don't walk in lockstep with them in every situation whatsoever, in every scenario, you're a bigot. Boy who cried wolf, call me a bigot. I don't care. I don't. I'm going to continue to stand firmly exactly where I've been for years. And that's classically liberal. I don't care how far you try to shove the Overton window to the left. Get bent. I will fight you tooth and nail. Even the people that I've had considered friends that have bailed on me and abandoned me because I told them and called them out to say, get your own camp under control. Because there are saboteurs in your camp that are ruining your movement that was once an honorable movement to have equal justice under the law, under government. You have allowed these activists and these saboteurs to create an absolute toxic atmosphere around your freaking movement and you just sat by and accepted it like a freaking lazy bum because you were too scared to say something about it. So instead, you went along with the tide. Now you get to reap the fruit. Let's talk about the dollar. But first, let's hear a word from one of the most treasured people in our nation. If I can find it. <laughs> My apologies. Oh, man. That, that was a rant right there. I am sorry. I just, this eats me alive that I'm the one getting called a bigot for standing up for your rights and telling you why should I, why should I be the one to have to call out half of your camp that are the extremist and disgusting bigots why you defend them? Why? Why? It's not my responsibility. Take care of your camp. And I don't have to. And so long as you continue down this extremist road where we're now excusing pedophilia, because it, uh, it, it wasn't bad. The 16-year-old consented to the 25-year-old rock star. That's where we're headed. No, absolutely not. This is your responsibility. This is your fault that we had to take up the mantle to handle it in the cis-normative community while you keep just making up vocabulary as every day there's just new words being created and new labels. No, no. You're done. You're done. Take a seat. Sit down. Those of us with actual integrity and in, in, in principles 
who actually care about this stuff will handle it from here on out. You had your chance. Sit down, shut up, and stop being offended. And I'm going to tell you that every time. Every time you get mad, every time you get upset, I'm going to tell you to sit down, shut the F up. You had your chance. Now we're going to handle it. This was never an issue until kids were brought into the picture. You had your chance. You didn't do it. You didn't check your own ilk. So I'm going to do it for you. And people like me with the balls and spine to do it, who don't care about getting canceled, we got this now. Shut your mouth. Sit down. It's over with for you. No. Before we get to Spike, uh, and you are the power, which is really an apolitical situation. Let me read you this headline. Now, to be specific about how you are the power and Spike and his organization are apolitical, it's really about handling community services within your local community, and it's fantastic. Uh, Robert Kioski warns U.S. dollar will return as a tidal wave of toilet paper. The U.S. dollar will become a tidal wave of toilet paper. The game plan of You Are the Power is pretty simple. We find people who are being harmed or abused or neglected or mistreated by their local governments. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Uh, we want to help people. This is something that has already began to affect real change. This isn't some distant futuristic utopic or utopian <laughs> dream it's already happening it's making its courts it's making waves right now as we speak if you want to learn how to become an effective activist and then to do actual activism and actually help people now not wait for like you said some distant utopian future where libertarians take over the world and leave everyone alone if you want to do that now that's what we're doing. This next year is going to be the year that people see what liberty actually looks like. Not what it sounds like, not what our philosophy is, but what it act, the actual results and ideas, the solutions behind what we do. So that's what I'm doing with You Are The Power. I would love for you to be a part of it. Youarethepower.net. We'd love for you to become a member. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Outstanding. Outstanding. Youarethepower.net. Please go check it out. You can sign up for free. You get the daily newsletter and, and everything that Spike and you are the power are doing. Um, please go check them out because it's absolutely massively important. I'm actually going to go ahead and um, because I, I, I ranted there for 40 minutes on that article and I almost want to apologize, but I'm not I'm not I'm not going to apologize. The only reason I would have to apologize is because I wasted too much time on that one article. And there, there's so much that has come through the wire, come through the wire that I present to you in this show that we called Off the Wire, which is ridiculously popular. If you don't know, this show is actually downloaded last I checked in over 33 countries. I'm going to check a couple of your comments, actually. And then we're just going to go ahead and get out of here. I'll give you a little bit of, uh, of what's to come. In, in, on Thursday, in the next coming few days, it, this is getting to a point to where I literally would have to do a show every day just to keep up with the news cycle. And so, like I had aforementioned, 
I really want to stick to some of the topics that other people aren't call, uh, talking about. They're not confronting. Um, but there's just some stuff, man. Like, it's a thing. I got three kids. I'm not backing down whatsoever when it comes to the children. Absolutely not. You can ask my wife. Like, I'm not a huge other people's kids guy. I'm not going to sit here and play on the floor with your kids. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, but I, I I love my kids beyond any degree that I ever thought I could ever love anyone whatsoever. Right. And so it's, it's like, it's a different situation because I'm not a super like kid person, but yeah, I nope. I am not backing out of this fight whatsoever. All right. Chris says the, per, uh, the parental permission just would have been to take her across state lines. He ain't wrong. Mitchell, this is a long one. I didn't read it. I did not vet it. So let's check it out. The 60s were a crazy time. CIA were experimenting on college kids. Nixon didn't sign 70 Narcotics Act. So most drugs were entirely legal. Machine guns were very cheap. Yes. And people thought pastel colors and shag carpet look good. <laughs> you ain't lying. Uh, if it's from back then... That's not surprising, but still, this is still technically legal in most states. If parents consent and the teen consents, it's not the grape without the G. Hmm. Word. Just realize that's how broken the system still is. And you are correct, my friend. Dave Davis says, took advantage of a minor. Yes. But here's the pro uh, so so these two comments back to back is kind of what is proof positive of what I'm talking about, and I probably did not elaborate or communicate communicate this enough um, in my rant because I get so freaking upset about this stuff. Really, my main point is this is how bold they are now. They're not even scared to say it that abusing a minor sexually is okay because the minor consented. It's crazy. It's not crazy. It's by design. Look, if you really want to, and I please, 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 I encourage everyone to do so. If you want to really learn what's happening in our culture today, ignore the Hitler stuff. The 1930s Germany, that's just mad talk. Is it happening in some degree, one way or another? Of course it is, yes. If you really want to know what's happening in our culture right now today, study Mao, Chairman Mao, the Cultural Revolution in China. That's where you need to go. All right, I'm not vetting these comments, so we're just going to go for a ride here. Get rid of all people that shouldn't be in there, and there's plenty of room for people like that. Yes. Uh, I do actually, Chris says, you do realize that the legal age of consent in the U.S. is 16, though, right? To some degree in some states. Yes, it is. But that's with parents' consent. And that does not excuse the situation at hand. But you are correct. Dave Davis, 
How many Democrats feel that this is okay, given that some believe that kids can make their own decisions for gender reassignment? Well, yeah, I definitely went through that. Definitely went through that. Uh, I like this comment right here. Um, Epstein did not kill himself. Exactly. Chris says, we are here for it. All right. Um, I wanted to get to a, oh, thank you, Patricia. That's amazing. You are treasured. No, you are. This, this movement is. Thank you so much. That's amazing. Um, oh, that's a great comment from Patricia right there. Culture. 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 Yep. It's a cult. It's a cult. It's a cult. All right. Let's, um, look, we got about 10 minutes here and we're going to get about here. Let me, um, let me give you a little bit of this right here because the the culture war is obviously important when it comes to children and the state in direction of which our society is heading. That's an absolute real fact. But we also have other real problems to get to. So I'm going to save actually two of these articles along with a bevy of which I have it stored in my notes in my phone that I haven't printed out yet. But I want to talk about this one right here. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki, Kiyosaki. Kiyosaki, Robert Kiyosaki, best way I can, um, I'm terrible with names. It just is what it is. Uh, warns U.S. dollar will return as a tidal wave of toilet paper. This is from finbold.com. It's rather long. I extrapolated from it, which I thought was the most important. I encourage you, please, to go back and read that article. Because uh, you, I, I'm pretty sure if you follow politics the way we do, um, <laughs> That's a funny comment. Budweiser dead yet? No, actually, they doubled down. They doubled down, Patricia. Oh, yeah, they said they didn't want a frat boy image anymore. They wanted to be more inclusive. Look, I don't buy Bud Light anyway. Garbage beer. Um, <laughs> boycott them. Let them feel it. Let them know it. Because at some point, you know, the, the, the insanity has to... Uh, it has to end. It has to end. Otherwise, you're talking about the complete demise of an entire society collapsing in on itself. One that was based on a shared moral value. That was the reason we were so successful, is that we had shared beliefs. We had a shared moral system that X, Y, and Z were off limits. And we disagreed on the things that weren't that were pretty obvious, right? Like we, there's a lot of people that didn't think the drugs should be allowed. So then you had the drug war that worked out great, right? This is where we come into contact and in, in, in direct clash with like a 1990s Democrat. Who's that's basically me, a classical liberal, basically every libertarian that walks the earth is like a 1990s Democrat. We're like, look, these things aren't working. These things need to be implemented, but we're going to be very sane about it. We just want deregulation of the government in a variety of differing topics. That, the Democrat Party's lost. They're, they're gone, full insane. Full insane. So now instead of us arguing over simple semantics and legislation, uh, what should be decriminalized, what shouldn't be decriminalized, and how we should address certain topics, now we're literally fighting is, hey, bro, stop cutting the 
off of children. Stop sterilizing kids. That's how far we are. That's how far we're going. And in the midst of that, we have the absolute collapse of the United States dollar. As the world is still reeling from the shock caused by the crash of several major banks within days of each other, Robert Kiyosaki, author of the best-selling personal finance book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I just heard about like a few months ago. I'm definitely buying that book. Has warned about the possible role of the United States dollar in the financial collapse that the that he believes is threatening America. Mm, you think? Oh my God, do I have? Here's the next article. I'll go over this on Thursday. Macron says Europe should reduce dependence on U.S. dollar and seek strategic autonomy. And that was from yesterday. Now. Here's a fun story. I've been communicating this stuff to my father. He's a staunch constitutional conservative. I'll leave it right there. And I'm like, my guy, you need to pay attention to this because this will come crashing down and very, 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 very fast. He said, I'm not worth, quote, well, I shouldn't say quote because I'm going to paraphrase him, but basically a quote. I'm not really concerned with the state of the U.S. dollar until Europeans start to abandon it, abandon it. And here we are, less than one week later, and the president of France, whose country is in absolute turmoil in 100% violent riot, is now saying abandon the U.S. dollar. So that should tell you everything about that. Let's continue with this one real quick because I'm going to save that one for later. America has been violating. This is a quote. America has been violating all of these laws of money for all these years. And the world says we've had enough of this. So they're joining BRICS. BRICS, if you don't know, I've talked about it uh, a couple of times now. BRICS is let's see, uh, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. B-R-I-C-S. That's what BRICS is. B-R-I-C-S. Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa. There are more join the more countries that are joining. Um, Iran is gonna wind up abandoning the US dollar. I think they already have. Japan actually just talked about literally abandoning the US petrodollar. So I guess let me explain for those that are just now kind of tuning in to the show. Not for the normal listeners. You guys already know all this stuff. But um, the petrodollar, the U.S. petrodollar, is backed by oil. And what we've done is we've flooded the global currency with our U.S. reserve currency, the dollar, which is backed by oil, meaning if you want to buy oil, if you want to trade it uh, from other countries, then you need to use our currency, right? So it was the only thing that had value to that greenback or that debit card that you have where prior during the Nixon administration, when they abandoned the gold standard, your dollar was backed by gold, right? So you could literally take your note to the bank and say, Hey, I want to trade this in for the exact amount of gold that it's worth. And you would get that gold back. We abandoned that in the seventies during the Nixon administration started under FDR finished off during the Nixon administration. Proof positive again that Republicans and Democrats hate your guts. Both of them suck so bad. All of them. 
All right. So then we transition to the petrodollar, meaning if you wanted to buy oil, then you needed to use U.S. currency. Ergo, given that dollar value. Not anymore. So we are entering a stage where hyperinflation is 1,000% right around the corner. And that will be the collapse of the global economy. However, let's put our tinfoil hats on for a second. I believe 100% that they want this. There's no better way to reset the entire earth, especially in 2023, than to crush the U.S. dollar and usher in a global governance. Headed by who? I don't know. Right now, China's making all the moves, and we'll go over it more in depth on Thursday. Do I think China's going to lead the Juan? No. Juan is trash. It's, it's horrible. It's not worth any more. It's worth less than the U.S. dollar, even as the world abandons our currency. Uh, doesn't matter. The CBDC is what's coming around the corner. Central banking digital currency. And as I've talked about before, and I will continue to talk about, because it is, outside of World War III, the most pressing and dangerous issue on our doorstep right now. A CBDC. They will be able to track every single currency or, or every, every single exchange of currency within the transaction of the economy. Every one of them. Every one of them. If your money isn't free, you're not free. If you cannot buy, sell, or trade without being surveilled while doing so, How are you free? You buy a gun, they know about it. Let's just say we adopt, this is straight out of Davos, World, World Economic Forum. We'll end here. They said less than three months ago, the West is on the brink of a digital dollar. And we will be able to track every single, tra uh, every single transaction within the economic atmosphere every one of them what did they also say china is the model does that make china the leading country or economic economy or society no it says china is the model the model they have a social credit score what do you think esg is Environmental, social justice, and governance. Score. Oh, we can see right here that you bought some guns or you didn't hire enough, I don't know, trans people. Or maybe you didn't hire enough black people. Or maybe you didn't exchange with enough communities that had the same ESG scores that we require. No money for three days. 
or whatever the standard looks like, right? I'm not sitting here trying to implement the fact that I know how this social credit score is going to work. All I'm telling you is that ESG is the China social credit score, and it's already here. That being said, when they implement the CBDC, look what they just did in Canada. Look what they just did to Putin with 6,000 nukes. Cut them off from the world trade currency. Done. Canada, Justin Trudeau, absolute tyrant, loves China. Cut anyone off whatsoever that helped out the truckers protest. No money. All money gone. Civil asset forfeiture. Here in this country. Cops can pull you over. And we're going to talk about this on Thursday. Take your money. No laws broken. You broke absolutely no laws. And they will tell you to your face you didn't break any laws. Only that this is quote-unquote suspicious that you're carrying X amount of dollars. Imagine what they can do to you with a CBDC. Where the Federal Reserve and the government has oversight over complete 100% of your currency. Not only your, you know, your payroll, we're talking about every single angle of your currency. How much you spend, how much you've gotten, how much you've taxed, how much you've donated. They can track 100% of it. And they're not, this isn't a secret. They're telling you wide open. This, in my opinion, is why they're intentionally collapsing the dollar. It is to quote unquote, like they always do, save you from a disaster in order to enact more power and more control beyond any extent that you ever thought was possible or that I ever thought was possible. They could just see everything. You bought a gun? No money for three days. Or now you're on a government watch list. Or both. You bought some ammo? Yeah. You bought seeds. Come on, let's let, let's keep going. You bought seeds to grow your own tomatoes. You think they want you self-sufficient? No, obviously not. You bought fertilizer, which will soon be criminalized if we could if we stay the current tra- trajectory of which in which the course is taking right now. Under no circumstances will you be free with a CBDC. And the social credit score is already here. It's called ESG. Boy, this <laughs> excuse me. This went fear mongering real fast. My bad. <laughs> Amen, Chris. Trading goats for guns and eggs for seeds. The barter system. However, if you don't get your goats and your guns and your eggs and your seeds right now, you won't be able to get them. 
because that's what's heading our our way if we don't do something about it now this is an imminent threat outside of world war 3 the cbdc is the most pressing issue in our lifetimes bar none let me say this in a manner that some of you that have been watching this show for a long time and I say a long time, it's still a very young show. We just hit the two-year mark. The CBDC trumps the Patriot Act. That's and that says a lot. This is a lot because the Patriot Act is absolutely demonstrable. It is without question, hands down, the most intrusive piece of legislation ever passed in our lifetimes if you're somewhere around my age which i'll be 40 in less than two weeks they passed a cbdc with this esg attached to it which is just a social credit score modeling china that the world economic forum has already said multiple times is the model by the way the world economic forum is in davos switzerland it is the elites of the elites of the west so good luck also there was an article i read today that said that uh even just a half of a chicken egg could cause premature death so you got that going as well meaning what they're trying to shove down your throat is the fact that anything you do to try to be self-independent from the system, they are going to demonize. Obviously, eggs are great for you. Obviously. Pay attention to the wording. Obviously, for all of y'all that watch this show, follow my account, engage with me, my accounts on several platforms I have 33,000 33, followers now on Facebook. That's wild. Um, and closing on 17,000 on Twitter. Y'all follow those? You already know. But when you share and you like and you subscribe to this channel, there are countless amounts of normies that have never heard this and they may never will because they're not engaged like you or myself chris are you old enough to grow that beard or is that a stick on it's a stick on i mean clearly right clearly a stick on chris <laughs> chris is bald by the way I used to be. I have hair now. Again, I grew it back. Uh, stick on. That's why I can just pull it right off. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave it there. I love each and every one of you. Um, please stick with me. I know I, I ranted for a long time tonight on a subject that I usually try to, you know, just touch on. But it's one of those things. And we have so much important news to get to. So please like, share, subscribe, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
basically anywhere you get your spot podcast. Definitely Spotify. He said, that's my, <laughs> Chris said, that's my pick from MySpace. LOL. Oh, no, it is not. No, it's not. No, it's not. <laughs> it may be, but I'm going to say it's not. Anyway, um, yeah, please, as long as we have this opportunity to share this content with one another until it comes a time to where, you know, the blackouts happen, the rolling blackouts happen, and the Stasi, the brown shirts come knocking on the doors. In Jesus' name, that is never going to happen in this country. I have no faith. So, but please, 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 for the love of God, this stuff is so important that we share with people in our lives that aren't informed like you are. They need to know this. And because I always give you the reference and date of the article, you can always refer them to that and they can go read it for themselves. Half the crap is just from unanimous, uh, you know, unanimous and, Let's see. Oh. Let's see. Philbold.com. There's one. Zerohedge.com. There's two. CNN. I even shared an article. have an article repped for uh, prep for CNN. So you're getting like most of the stuff is just no name nonsense. It's not nonsense, obviously. But you can show them, hey, look, these are not articles from your biased networks that you think even if they are it's still something that you need to know about right anonymous website they're not anonymous but you know all of that all of that jackie freaking chan says they're trying to pass laws with such vague language that it threatens the entire reptile pet industry <laughs> We aren't doing anything wrong. Just giving exotic reptiles good homes. All facts. All facts. So, we have to leave it there. We're at a minute and seven. Or minute and seven. Works. And I didn't even get through but one article. We have so much more to cover. I may have to do another show this week. So, I'll uh, I'll, I'll announce it on Twitter if I have to. Because um, there's... It's just barreling down our throats, and most people don't know what's happening. It's so unbelievably sad that how many people don't realize what is about to come their way. I told my wife, I'll, I'll leave it here. I'll shut my mouth, all right? I told my wife just, I don't know, maybe three or four days ago. I said, you know what one of the saddest things that I see is? I'm driving down the road, and I look at all these people driving their cars and they're going into the gas stations and they're going into the restaurants and they're coming out and vice versa and all of the above. And they have no idea what could possibly be coming around the corner. It, it sucks. It hurts. Like, like quite literally, like it hurts. Makes me want to cry because I care about these people. I don't know who they are, you know, no clue. I just, I, I hurt because 
if things track on the current trajectory that we're going through right now at the expedience that is happening in real time as of right now, then a lot of people are going to be very, very, very hurt in a very, very, very significant way. And I hate that. I hate it. Um, I only hope that you've got you some chickens, you got ammo, you got guns, you got backup food and backup water. You know? And hopefully, those of you that watch this know that for sure. I love each and every one of you. I will see you. I'm going to log off here. I will record tomorrow's lunch show. I missed two days of that. My apologies. Um, and then I will see you also very soon. I'll, I'll make an announcement on Twitter as to when the next show will be. If there's no uh, show that's going to come up out of schedule, then I'll see you Thursday at 6 Central. But just be aware that there probably will be several shows this week <clears throat> that are unplanned just because there's so much to cover and there's so little time to do it. I love each and every one of you. See you same Cajun time, same Cajun channel.